it's very, very off the radar, very, very technical. I know, you just don't understand what this does. And as soon as you do, you'll switch everything. And welcome, we are live. Um, so it looks like we've got a couple of people in. Sorry about the technical issues. We're running about 11 minutes later than, than I wanted. I had a, some voice sync issues, but we've got Exodus here um, and we're ready to talk everything, um, what's been going on in society. We're ready to talk everything that's going on in um, Decred. Um, and it's there's, there's some massive things happening. And it's, it's really quite interesting. Um, how we're going to kick this off then is we're going to start by just looking at the Block Explorer and then Exodus is going to take over and he's going to have, have some discussions about some of the votes that are happening. And then we'll look at what's been happening in the media, um, specifically with what's happening with the um, Ukraine conflict and what's happening with um, or what happened with the Canada truck um, convoy. So let's have a look where we're at with the Explorer. So Decred Explorer, just taking a quick snapshot. Um, and some of the basic information that we want to go over is 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 kind of relevant to kind of how how the the platform is is performing. So the first thing is we are at um, block height six hundred thirty nine thousand three hundred and thirty three. Um, that's consistent running now for over six years. We have a ticket pool size of forty thousand, so roughly two percent under the target, and the current ticket price is a hundred. And 98 DCR, which is has come down over the last week from about uh, um, 210. So a good time to buy those tickets, especially since in the coming weeks we've got this new um, reward change, which is going to be really really cool. Um, in terms of what's happening with the miners, then so our hash rate is up about 17 percent to three 342 pet hashes, which isn't too far from our all-time high. I think. Um, it was about 400 petahashes, from what I can remember. The, I should have said actually, the total amount of DCR being staked is currently 8.5 million. So that's still way up there, 61%, which is amazing. And then finally, the distribution we've got. Oh, the treasury looks a bit different. It says 575,000 DCR. We were up, we were at 700,000, 30 last week. I wonder what's happened there. Um, it, Sorry, I'd have to check. What are you looking at? I'm just looking at the distribution for the treasury. Currently, says the treasury is holding 575,000 um, DCR. When I looked last week, it was at 730. So, is that the no, thing you was on about before? No, we're at seven seven hundred thousand seventy. Yeah, I thought we no, were. Yeah, so I so my, I don't my, know what you're looking at, but <laughs> yeah, my data there is is wrong. I'll have to pull up that chart again in a second. Um, and the total coin supply at the moment is 13,823,000. Um, that's about it for the, for the actual block explorer. So we're looking at voting. So if Exodus wants to take us through what's, what's happening with this new consensus change. Yeah. So I just wanted to remind everyone that in about seven days, approximately seven days, we're going to begin voting on these four new consensus changes. And there's, there's been a lot of confusion on how voting works, but basically um, we're going to go through, I believe, what's called a, let me, I want to bring up the, a, a rule change interval, which lasts about uh, four weeks or one month. So over four weeks, um, everyone's ticket who votes, if you've set a voting preference, which you can do in the Decrediton wallet, or if you're a command line user, you probably know how to do it, but you uh, select either yes, no, or abstain. And when your ticket is called to vote uh, during this rule change interval, um, and that ticket is included in the new block, it will uh, have vote bits declaring your vote preference. So um, during the duration of one month, all the, you know, uh, what's it? I, I believe somewhere around 40,000 tickets are going to vote. Yeah. And if the vote passes, if uh, there's a 75% yes or higher, and I believe that there's a 10% quorum then it, if the vote passes, then there's a, another month of an, another rule change interval until those changes go live. So we're looking at approximately two months before these changes are going to, going to go live. So yeah, and yeah. we've. I mean, it, this is one of the biggest consensus changes that we've had, actually, isn't it? Because there's there's actually four things happening, like you were saying oh. before we 
before we started the the main big one is the the treasury is actually going to be um wow what do they call it it's the new treasury where go on you said it better i'm sure definitely the um <clears throat> the most controversial i mean a lot of pushback from miners obviously and and, and some pushback from normal users who who aren't so happy with the changes but uh, personally, I'm, I'm very much in favor of the changes. I think it's going to be great for Decred. I think the stakers are so much more aligned with the project rather than the miners who just dump the coins. You know, that's that's what we've been seeing. And I've seen uh, a lot of the miners don't even seem to know how Decred works. So like, oh, the, they almost act like the change already happened. I believe one mining pool sent out information like, oh, uh, the block reward's already been cut. With So which shows they don't even know how our vote, our, our governance process works. They never... Did the research and i know that i know our governance process for consensus changes is a little confusing um you know it takes about i believe four months for it all to go through um but still the fact that they were sending out these notices like uh giving incorrect incorrect information just shows how little they know about the project so i think this transfer um to the stakers who obviously are super aligned with decred the biggest holders because they have their coins locked up it, is the right move yeah, no, it always surprised me. And <clears throat> excuse me, when Jake was talking about this, I thought, you know, th there's going to be some kickback here because I'm sure the amount of reward that these these miners have been getting, if they wanted to even just increase it even slightly, all they would have had to do is is actually to stake some of that reward. And the fact that the, the this actual initial vote phase actually went through with something like 99%, it was like, well, you know the 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 kind of amount of like well like you just said that where they're not they're not really participating in the project they're just mining dumping the coins whereas actually fact they they would have they would have well th this whole proposal wouldn't have gone through even if they had even if they had staked even a fraction a small fraction of what what reward they had really so yeah i think that's that's a bit crazy and a lot of them are saying oh we're we're providing security for the blockchain but the truth is the bulk of the security is from the proof of stake. And now this yeah. change is actually going to make Decred harder to attack. Yeah, it's it's I think it's I think it is good. It initially it worried me that if we if we went down, I mean, I know last year we went down to about 70 pet ashes at one point when when all the China Chinese miners were, were getting shut down. And which, I was like, which oh, shows this is... how much of the the hash rate was coming from China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it then got distributed out a little bit, and I, and it took roughly about a month for us to go back up to kind of a, an equilibrium. Um, and I did get a bit worried. So throughout this phase, you know, you don't want to see it going too low, especially as we do re we do require mining. There's no there's no ifs or buts about that. You know, especially in its current state. So um, we just have to wait and see. But I certainly agree the that. The majority of the the security is coming, is coming from from the verification the the ticket process where the the stakeholders get to get to um, validate all the blocks. Um, what was the other thing you want to talk about? Um, just the news about uh, the VS VSPD, which is um, the, the voting service within Decrediton for users who who want to join stake pools has been updated and I believe it includes code. Um, so those users can vote on the treasury spends from the DAO. However, it is not, that has not been integrated um, into Decrediton, the graphical wallet. So you can't do it just yet. And, and for those out, uh, for people out there confused about this, um, basically for the last few months or so, uh, Decred, Decred stakeholders on the command line have been casting votes to approve treasury spends from the DAO. So it's all being explicit. It's all the all the treasury spends now are being explicitly approved by stakeholders on command line, and we're you know we're working our way towards making that available for stakeholders on the graphical wallet to Crediton. So uh, supporting it on this uh, for the stake pools on the Crediton, you know, was a, a big move, a, a big improvement. Unfortunately, it, it still needs a bit more work to. Um, integrate it into the, I, I believe, the the graphical end of Decrediton. So that should be coming soon, and, and that's going to be a big deal. Yeah, I remember a few months ago when, when obviously the first Treasury um, vote went through and B was on the other end saying, when, when are we going to get to vote on this from the Decrediton side? Um, and it, and it, the more the more stuff that goes into the Decrediton wallet, the more visual it becomes, the easier it becomes for just normal people to use. Um, 
it, clearly it's going to kind of validate everything that's that's kind of happening so no i think that's that's some great some great moving forward actually so did you want to have a look at um is there anything else you want to say before we move on to the news segment um uh, let's see i guess some other discussion there's been discussion around the decks kind of when we're getting ethereum pairs and i believe from what i heard likely a realistic scenario is probably a few months for ethereum and then I, I think I believe we saw some talk about Litecoin pairs. So there's a lot of people asking about Litecoin, um, mainly because the fees are low, and yeah. you can likely have a small light lot size when trading Litecoin decredit. And it would be a good pair again because of small fees, uh, quick transactions. And I think obviously we haven't seen a Litecoin market develop, but I think it would be interesting to market the Dex to the Litecoin community um, as a means to trade between Litecoin and, and and Bitcoin and Litecoin and Decred, uh, because it is it is a very useful tool. I mean, again, there's no KYC, there's no uh, there's no trading fees other than the on-chain transaction fees, atomic swap technology, and if I recall back in 2017, Litecoin and Decred did the first atomic swaps, and it, it generated a bit of news. And I, I believe Charlie Lee, uh, who created Litecoin, is a is a big fan of the technology. So I'm a bit surprised. Like we haven't really heard anything about this from the Litecoin community or no one from their community has spun up a server supporting Litecoin. I guess maybe they don't know, but maybe that's on us as the Decred community to kind of push this on them and, and at least inform them about it. Be like, hey, there's this technology, this atomic swap DEX and your coin is supported and no one from your community has spun up a server, but it's it's been argued the Litecoin community isn't very technical. So I, I mean I'm not sure it's a large community, but it might it might not yeah. be the most technical. But I think well, that's something that's a good alliance we can have with the Litecoin community to decred Litecoin Dex. Um, you know, rather than I, you know in cryptocurrency, the different communities are oftentimes enemies because it's you know everyone's <laughs> um, shilling their own project, their own coin. Our project's better than yours, but hey, maybe we can we can have some friendships. But you know, decred built this Dex yeah. and Litecoin supported and Litecoin community didn't ask for it, didn't fund it. It was the Decred community who was the genius behind this and funded all of it. Yeah. And they're just getting it for free. But uh, I'm surprised no one from their community has taken advantage of it. But again, it, it might be up to us to, to reach out or, hey, maybe Charlie Lee could tweet about the decks. Char Charlie Lee used to be a big fan, or maybe he still is a big fan of Decred. Uh, if we can get their support, I think that'd be important. I'm not banking on it, but that would be nice. It's, it's definitely one of the pairs that I've been waiting for. And it's it's one of the things that's going to validate the whole project is because obviously there's just a, a small registration fee, although there will be a small registration fee. And if the the way I see the exchange, obviously at the moment, I just, I'm all, all in on Decode and love it. But when I need to take money out, obviously to pay bills or, or whatever, it the most logical pair for me at the moment, based on the fees of Ethereum, based on the fees of, I know Bitcoin's not been too bad of late, but, um, Litecoin is always roughly about a penny for for an exchange, and you know coming coming to Decred or going backwards and forwards, you know you've got a penny on the Litecoin side, but you've got a fraction of a penny on the Decred side. So, you know just just having you know and and the thing with Litecoin is it is pretty much supported by all of the centralized exchanges. Exactly. So when you want to yeah, when you want to go to when you want to go to Fiat, you know you you're not. You're not necessarily thinking, oh, this is the project for me. But what you're thinking is, right, I want to quickly go to Litecoin, then I want to cash out just so I can just so I can have some some fiat money. And, and there is your perfect on and off ramp. And as we'll talk about in a moment with all, all that's been happening in, in Russia and Canada, is it's these on and off ramps that are going to be really, really important. Exactly. Because you, you don't want to be keeping it on exchanges and you you need something that's fungible. You don't want to be something like, oh, I've just done that on Bitcoin and now I can't now I can't use it. Whereas um, well, I suppose Litecoin's in terms of fungibility is probably probably very similar. But to go back to your point about getting the the Litecoin um, community involved, I think that's really important as well. And it's something that I'm pushing more and more in in everything I'm talking about when I when I talk decred is interoperability, and it is it's our it's you know with the with the, the Dex it's the perfect platform to say look we accept everything. You know, we, we're not, yes, we are a niche. Yes, we are kind of protective over what we do. But ultimately, by building the decks, we're, we're basically saying, look, everyone, let's just get together. We're not going to solve this on our own. You know, there's people doing different things that, that you know, 
better or worse it's it, we're all part of the same kind of ecosystem and you know right. and i think it could be a really yeah. good way to build bridges to other communities to just reach out be like hey we we built this amazing technology you can support your coin if you choose to it's open source well, we don't we don't gatekeep what gets added and it could be a way of, <clears throat> of just marketing decred you know market decred via just its technology so yeah yeah I mean, I hear so much about decentralized exchanges, centralized exchanges. And the first thing I look for is, you know, is it fearless? Is it is it open source? Can I physically go into the code on, on GitHub and have a look through it and see what's happening? And as I mean, there probably are stuff out there, but it is something that Decode is passionate about. It's something, you know, making sure that everything, everything that's happening in the development sphere is, is left open source so anyone can validate Anyone can look at it. Anyone can spin it up. And if they want to fork off the project um, into something else, they can. And, and that, it's one of the things I've always loved about open source projects in, in total um, is, is this this nature where everything wants to be shared and, the, and we can move so much further forward if it is shared. Right, we've just had some questions. Hold on. <laughs> what we got? Just joined. Don't know if you've spoken on adding stable coins on DEX. I've heard... Um, Chap, I think that's Chapa speak his thoughts on adding stable coins and he's hesitant to add them because of the security issues. Um, do you want to go in on the stable coins for the decks? Well, for, from what I understand, I mean, the stable coins are ERC-20 tokens and that's that's what we want. We want ERC-20 support. So I I absolutely think there's, there's going to be stable coins. I haven't heard anything about not supporting stable coins. I, I do understand there are issues... And that the stable coins, many of them are, are centralized, but I don't, I think, I don't think that's going to stop them from being added. So that that's something I haven't heard. I could be wrong, uh, but from what I understand, that's 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 a big part of what's what's coming is the stable coins. Yeah, um, <laughs> just just the other one as well. Another one we've got here from um, McDevla or McDev. Um, how comes you have only got three viewers? You deserve thousands. Absolutely. Well, this is new. Don't forget, guys. So we're still no. trying to learn. We're still, we're too, you know, ultimately we're trying to put ourselves out there to have these discussions and, and kind of bring a bit of clarity to the projects. And, and, and this is what it's about. So, you know, obviously as time goes by, hopefully the audience will grow and um, and we'll get better and I'll get better. Exodus is fantastic. As it, one of his supporters said this the no. other day, it did look like you though. I'll tell you. <laughs> I forget what it was. Uh, yeah. Oh, was it your brother? Seriously? Yeah. He, um, I thought, yeah, I, I went and watched one of the videos. So this is cool. Um, so let's have a look at the main topics. Like I said, this this show, um, State of the Market, is, is really all about what's happening in the greater scheme of things, what's happening in what's happening in the world, and how does Decred relate back to it? So I don't know if you've got your notes there or if you can see the stream, but I've just brought up the Kraken CEO Exchange must ban U.S. traders if it freezes Russian accounts. And I've got some discussion points here. And obviously, everyone knows what's going on in Russia or in the Ukraine. And, and it's obviously not not great. But it does kind of bring home some kind of um, very important things. And one of the reasons that cryptocurrencies are trying or, or the reason that um, they've become so popular is because they go against the mainstream. And now... Um, for better or for worse, um, what what we have here is a massive shutdown of of Russian um, funds. But we're not just talking um, oligarchs anymore. We're not just talking government officials and lawyers and all the rest of it. We're actually talking about average people getting their accounts shut down, getting all their money um, frozen. Um, so the first time, the first time this kind of come to my mind, and it's um, a guy, um, what's his name, Jess Powell from Kraken, he's been tweeting quite a bit and I kind of respect him for this a little bit. So it says here, for the second time, Jess has warned customers of the problem um, in just, I mean, just many weeks about leaving your money on centralized exchanges, basically saying um, when the governments call us to shut you down or to stop you from accessing your funds, we have to comply. Um, which obviously brings us back to what we were talking about just a moment with the decks. The reason we're pushing for a feeless decks where there's no middlemen is so that you can have peer-to-peer -peer exchange, you can have peer-to-peer -peer transactions like Bitcoin um, um, gives us, but we can take it one step further so you can actually change in and out of, of multiple projects. 
And it's this whole idea. And I mean, we go back um, a long way with this. It's not your, not your keys, not your, your funds. And we've, we've seen it so many times before where exchanges have been hacked or exchanges have been shut down. But I think this is probably the first time where um, governments are getting involved and they're physically asking people or asking um, exchanges to, to block block users. Now, if you look back even two weeks with the, the Canada um, protests, the trucker protests, there you've got a local situation where the government is saying, right, if you're getting involved in this, we're, we're stopping you from getting your funds. So they had things like they, they were doing all these crowdfunding platforms and the crowdfunding platforms were not allowed to give them their funds. So not, they had to send them back to the people that donated. All the bank accounts were getting frozen and it, it's a real mess. But then this is a kind of the point here is, is you're looking at a global thing with the, the Ukraine thing where it's actually um, one nation attacking another nation. But you've also got governments that are attacking their own individuals. And I think it's a really interesting dynamic. And I, you know, ultimately, that is what um, cryptocurrencies was was meant to fight. Is, is meant to be kind of um, preventing, so that if you have this wealth, however you've got it, rightly, wrongly, um, that that's yours, and and that becomes um, your security or your your um, investment for the future, and it can never be tampered with. Have you got any th- thoughts on that first point? Yeah, just just yeah, it's, it's all about self custody. Uh, what happened in Canada was was shocking to think they were freezing people's bank accounts if if you went against their their narrative if you were against their their policy it, it, this is a supposed free nation free democratic nation and then they're you know canceling people not just canceling them in, uh, on these centralized social media services but to shut down their own bank account is 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 was just shocking their own citizens and uh, and yeah, just uh, the, these crowdfunding platforms, the fact that they tried to steal people's money and I, I believe they tried to donate it somewhere, but then there was like a lawsuit and they, 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 then they refunded everyone after there was legal action goes to show how important it, it is to have this peer to peer, uh, digital, digital, uh, system to send value, to send money. So, yeah. yeah and I believe there was some talk, I, I could be wrong here, about like using chain analysis to, to track the money from Bitcoin. I, I could be wrong. I, I think I might have read this somewhere, how like the, the Bitcoin being sent and they wanted to track it. Where, where did it come from? Who's sending this Bitcoin to these, these, these terrorists? <laughs> so again, uh, the, the, and that goes into the matter of privacy, of, of how important it is to have privacy in your cryptocurrency. And again, with Decred, we, uh, we have mixing built right into the wallet. It's very easy to do. It's very cheap, um, and it provides sufficient privacy while allowing audit auditability of the chain. Um, and I believe I believe about sixty percent of the total supply is mixed. So uh, that's a very important point. Um, and in terms of what's happening in Russia, it's, it's obviously pretty shocking that they want to just take out ordinary users users and freeze their money, freeze their funds on cryptocurrency exchanges. Is 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 uh, is, is shocking I'm, I'm happy to see that exchanges aren't following through with it yet obviously they haven't gotten an official order to do so when that happens yeah. they will have to do it so hopefully um any any russian users watching uh have gotten their funds their cryptocurrency off of the american exchanges so yeah hopefully they're yeah. smart enough to do that um but i i guess now we can talk about uh, ukraine and, and maybe all the refugees all the people fleeing i from yeah. what i know you Cryptocurrency was popular in Ukraine even before all this because their banks weren't very trustworthy. Uh, they had inflation. There's quite a bit of corruption there. Uh, personally, I, I have been to Ukraine, and uh, it, it is, I believe it, it was the, it, it is, and now it is obviously it, the poorest country in Europe. And it, it showed when I was there. Um, but a lot of people fleeing are using <clears throat> cryptocurrency to store their, to store their wealth. It's, it's the best way because you can't log you know think about if you had a bunch of gold or whatever and you're trying to flee how difficult difficult it would be um i know people who were in ukraine during the attack who fled and they said getting out was absolutely miserable you had to stand in line for 20 hours um and you couldn't move and they said the border guards of ukraine were, were taking their time they weren't even expediting the process is this um, just recently so, yeah. you say well, yeah, I had, I had friends in Ukraine when the attack happened, they, they tried to leave. Yeah. So they said it was, it was, um, 
it was terrible. Yeah, it's it's not, you know. You... And I wonder what's going to happen to the the currency, the Ukrainian currency. I, um, from what I've seen, the, I guess the markets sort of have been frozen. But I, I guess it's gonna it's gonna plummet. I mean, the Russian currency has yeah. plummeted. <laughs> it, yeah, it was down. It was down massive actually. And I mean, yeah, massively. Obviously, it's it, probably going to keep going. Yeah, you know, it. I think the the tragedy here is 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 the people on both sides. And I, I was watching an interview. Um, on, on one of the channels, I can't remember. It might have been the BBC, um, and they were they were interviewing her, a young Russian, uh, you know, teenager, and she had a Apple mobile phone in there. And she said, "Oh, I don't know how I'm going to survive. They're not going to bring out Apple phones anymore." And it it got me thinking that these guys, you know, although we're more often than not the media portrays them as something alien to us, but you start to realise they they they're like us. There's no there's no difference, you know. However, they may be portrayed, they still want the same things, and and I suspect that they weren't very happy um, with their own government going into to war in this, this way. This goes into the the dangers of centralized power structures, of how you know. Um, I don't, I don't want to get too political here, but yeah, yeah, we need to we need to make sure because obviously we've got lots of um, people in Ukraine, people in Russia that all support the project. But, as well. but so, obviously, you know. it's it's quite clear that Putin, more or less has immense power and had the ability to just say, okay, we're going to war. And the average Russian might not support it. I mean, Russia is a corrupt country. This, this isn't, you know, my, me just saying this, it's, it's pretty well known, but this is just the danger of these centralized power structures. Just, oh, we're going to do what we want. We're going to go to war. And we have the same issues in America, obviously. It's not like America is perfect. It's the, it's the same thing. One entity says, oh, we're going to go to war. And, you know, you go to vote once every four years, you cast a single vote for one or two guys that the power system might have chosen already and you know the whole governance system is is phony i and i personally think it's it's largely phony it doesn't really matter so having a hard vote in a cryptocurrency like decred is is a a way out of this system yeah i mean i was thinking i was thinking about this the other day and about the four-year voting structure it's five years over here but um the way in which neither neither party over here represented me at all. And there was no opt-out, you know. And I think to myself, every year we pay our tax and, and they spend our money, our tax money. And let's let's face it, when you when you pay tax, you give it to the government, they should be representing your views. And it did get me thinking that there's there's no opt-out. I didn't I didn't particularly like either party. I couldn't vote for anyone else because the minute you vote for somebody else, it kind of just, you know, puts some it puts the wrong person in, in power anyway. Um, but there was no opt-out. And you think about it with Decred, with our governance. If I didn't like what was happening that passionately, I'd, firstly, I'd vote. And if it went against me, I've got two options. I, I stay with what the majority want, which is more more often what I would do. Um, but if I was really, really passionate about and I, I hated it, then, you know, you can literally lift your money out and you can put it somewhere else. And, and then you can know that the money's spent in a different way. And... And I think this is this is where we're at, isn't it? It's like you say, the the centralized power structure. Whatever happens, you're going to get somebody that probably isn't representing you. And there's there's no out for you. There's no you know it, there's no kind of there's no rebellious mechanism. That says right, well, why should I why should I give you that money? You have to pay your tax, you know, and they and they'll spend it on whatever they want. Um, and it is a shame. I mean, I you look at the proposal system in in Decred. You know, we've just, uh, and by the way, for, for anyone that wasn't viewing, we, we just went through with 21,000 votes, which was absolutely amazing. And thank you all. It's absolutely amazing that you put that, that trust in us. Um, but you look at that structure. If, if the stakeholders didn't want us, that would be it. You know, we'd, we'd pull out. I'd probably still be creating these videos because I, I quite enjoy it. But, but ultimately, um, you know, it, it's quite nice that you can put your proposal forward. You can have it, have it cleared and then you can, you can go to work. Which you don't really get that. I mean, we had some road workers just down the road from us the other day, and they're clearly getting paid by taxpayers' money. And they're out there for one hour, and they had a two-hour break, and then they come back and filled the hole. And it was like, yeah, it, it's things like that, and that's gone on in England for for years and years and years and years. That's nothing new, um, but it it just gets you thinking. You know, if there was incentives there, those characters would have got that work done into, and they'd have moved on to the next job or whatever. You know. Um, yeah, it, it, it's definitely interesting. I mean, but to, to come back to it, so one yeah, of the big I, I guess, th- Sorry. 
Yeah. Yeah. One thing I just, and, and if we're going to stay on the topic of Ukraine, I know I knew someone in the city um, and they said the day of the attack, um, all the ATMs ran out of cash. The first day you couldn't get cash. And he said a lot of the, for whatever reason, his, his card was having trouble. So just imagine day one within the first few, six hours, you can't get cash anymore. And you have to rely on your card, which which might not work, um, to, to to live and buy things. Um, and from what I saw, the internet never went out. Maybe they were using mobile data, but that to me uh, showed me uh, again the power of cryptocurrency. The fact that all these systems might not go down, but as long as you have internet, you can you can still you know buy things with your cryptocurrency. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I suppose as long as the internet isn't censored, you know. You... And with 4G and 5G becoming quite prominent where there's no, or there, there's there's not as many static positions where you've got positions all over the place where the signal gets transferred. So, yeah, um, I think so. And I mean, just to kind of, just to kind of harp on, but we've, um, the, the main point of, of what I was saying initially is centralised banks, KYC now, is being used at scale. And, and many people like yourself um, and, and Jake, your compiler, we're saying this two or three years ago, you know, KYC is going to be this big thing. It's going to be this thing that actually makes sure that privacy does. So they, so people that need to know or not need to know, people that want to know what you have can can do it and want to know who you are can can find that stuff out, taking away all of your privacy. And, and this is this is the point now is that we're seeing KYC at scale. So we're seeing it in Canada, we're seeing it in, in Ukraine and the way in which that they can target which um, it was it was bringing me on to another point about they've got all of this this power they've got all of this understanding with KYC who's who you know one thing I didn't really understand is why why they couldn't just target the government officials and and you know the oligarchs why did they have to take it lower down to to the to the masses if they if they already knew I mean I don't know maybe I don't know I need to think about that one. <laughs> They, because they want to create um, anger in Russia, they want people to, yeah. to rise up. That's that's only my thinking. Yeah, no. As I was saying, I was saying, yeah, that's that's why. Because I guess what I was trying to say is that there are the tools there, so the normal Russian people say, say for instance, you've got I don't know ten thousand pound in your bank, and you're clearly not a threat. You know, there's no reason to to sanction those particular accounts. You know, and and because of KYC, you know. There's so much information, so much targeting that they know who those people are with without a shadow of a doubt. So, but like you said, the reason it's targeting even or or especially the lower level people is because they want to incite that that rage and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I had another quote here. So I'm just looking at the Jess Powell statement. So just basically saying that um, they're going to be required to to um, Oh, let's just read it. That it says that requirement could come from your own government, as we've seen in the in Canada in response to protests, bank runs, and attempts to flee the country. Um, and I was thinking about this equation in in terms of action reaction. So the when you get protests, when you get bank runs, or when you get people that want to um, evade the the system, what typically comes after what we're seeing now, what typically comes after it sanctions rule changes to kind of verify those sanctions um confiscation which is one of their big 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 tools right now and then the suppressions of freedom and it's this this idea that all of these things combined are just kind of they're, they're just taking it to the next level i guess is what i'm what i'm thinking about um one one thing i wanted to add i just remembered is i don't know if you've seen this but both visa and mastercard canceled um services in russia so that I'll was a, that was that was a yeah. big one, but the, it, the, it's only for outside users. Like in Russia, uh, if you got your visa card in Russia, it'll still work. But say I, as an American, went to Russia, my visa card would not work. So, you know, let's say uh, someone like me wanted to go to Russia for whatever reason, I literally could not get cash. You can't use it to get cash out of the ATM, and you can't use your card to pay for things. So the only I guess way to pay for things there would be to use bank transfers or to bring in cash with you to to uh, exchange. But even then, I'm not even sure if the banks would allow transfer transfers to Russian banks at this point. 
So it's almost like Russia has been non-person. Like they've just been canceled. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, it's another, it's another uh, selling point for cryptocurrency because obviously cryptocurrency is free from all these, I guess, uh, I guess you can call it meat space restrictions. So uh, this whole thing has been a giant marketing campaign for cryptocurrency. I just, I don't understand if you didn't understand cryptocurrency before this, how you, you can't understand it now, you know? Well, I, I was looking at the same article. I sent it through to you earlier about this, the MasterCard and Visa and PayPal all suspended. And, and you got me on the same the same point of view. Is As actual fact, you know, how, how are they going to transact? They're going to have to go backwards where, where you get to this point of um, bartering, I suppose, and things like that. And it it did occur to me then that the actual fact, if they, if, and I think you said um, Ukrainians are already quite heavily into into cryptocurrencies and it, I it just Russians starts to make more sense too. I, I think from what i understand russians were quite into it as well yeah. but obviously after this hopefully even more <laughs> well it's it, it came to my next point of of how did they transact because ultimately if you want to buy some food the person that you're buying from has to trust the value of what you're trying to give them and and more often than not in in the situation that we've currently got it's probably still going to be gold and silver i reckon but you know, if we were after after this after this instance, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here, because people are going to want to insulate themselves from this stuff. You know, you know, and even even looking on the sidelines as to what's happening, it's like, well, if they can do it there, they can pretty much do it anywhere they want to. Um, we got some more. We got loads of people on old touch. Let's have a let's have a quick break and just have a see what we've got. So we've got nine viewers currently. Um, 84, 84 playbacks already. Wow, that's amazing. <clears throat> so, what have we got? Um, here's a good one from Long Hang, Hang or something. Sorry, if I got that completely wrong. Um, it says, what's next um, to make DCR as the layer one of DAOs? <laughs> what's next? So, so ultimately, um, like, like, um, as I was saying at the beginning, making sure that the actual treasury is completely decentralized. Um, where do you think they would take it after that? That's a that's a good question. Um, I wish I wish I had a good answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, neither of us are developers, and um, that goes back into what the the developers, core developers, have in mind for the project and how it's going to advance and progress. Um, I, I personally, I don't know. Do you have any ideas? Um, one thing I was thinking about the other day, after after um, getting our proposal through, and I remember last year, what would happen to me, I don't know if you, you had the same thing, but I'd submit my invoice, and then um, B would come through and say, oh, could you just do this, or could you just change that? And I just wonder if, if that process couldn't be a little bit more transparent to make sure. I mean, for you and I, it's, it's actually quite easy because we produce videos. Um, it's actually quite easy. So I can I can give the link um, and they can see the time. They can see the amount of work that I've put on it and, and so on. But it would be nice to see if there was a more transparent or a more decentralized way of verifying work. So maybe that might be something that um, could be up. But the system's fantastic, but it, it still requires somebody at the other end to just to check quickly, doesn't it? Do, yeah, do me, you check me, the proposal work? Yeah, let me just explain for people who don't know what we're talking about. So we have a contractor management system. So every contractor for Decred goes and submits a monthly invoice um, where they have line items showing, you know, what uh, what area they were, were working in, marketing, development, design, uh, what they did, and then the hours they're billing. And the idea is someone can go in and review this work to make sure it's accurate to, sh to, sh to see if they actually did the work. So people working in these different um, these different sections, like in marketing, you can see everyone else who's working in marketing and what they're what they're billing. And you can kind of just kind of you can go in and just make sure there's nothing uh, fraudulent going on. And that that's what a decrypt society is talking about. It's because sometimes there are suggestions. Uh, <coughs> To, to, uh, ways to show how your work was done or questions about your work and he's asking if there was a more transparent way and i believe in the past this this has been asked but the issue is we don't want to make the work of everyone in their salary completely transparent uh to the world you know it's just it's it's kind of uh you know a bit of a privacy invasion 
but everyone working in these domains can check each other, right? So there, there is auditing going on, there is checking. Um, and of course, everyone knows the final payout. It's, it's always revealed yeah. uh, end of month. It was revealed in the secret <clears throat> journal, which unfortunately, again, was, was discontinued. But uh, the payouts have all been pretty, pretty low, I believe around 100,000 US a month. Um, so there's not there's no funny business going on. And soon enough, as I said earlier, um, stakeholders in Decrediton will be able to vote on these treasury spends to know exactly how much is being spent every month. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I do agree that there can be improvements to be made. I'm sure there are improvements coming. There's always improvements to these systems, the, the contractor management system, Politea. So maybe there's some ideas in the pipeline, uh, but uh, that, that is a good question. I think or, um, good, uh, good idea. I mean, two really good points is, is I believe, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you can't overspend your proposal limit, which is a great thing. Um, and, and obviously every month, like you said, um, the, the spend actually comes out. So everyone gets to see exactly how much has been spent. So there, there are safeguards there. I think the one thing that kind of worries me is as we go forward and, and bigger proposals come through for more money, like we saw with Dominic Frisbee and people like that, where they were asking for three, four hundred thousand. And it's just it's just finding a more solid way to make sure before that money goes into their pockets that, that the work has been done and, and to a satisfactory level. And I mean, I, not so much lately, but I used to manage a, a few people with the work that I do. And it was always difficult. You you set your target price and then you say, right, I want this level of quality. And then if it comes back at subpar, then you send it back for review. Um, whereas that's something, I don't think that happens too heavily on Decred, but then that comes back to what I was saying before. It's it's kind of like the independence of the, the project proposer. Um, and if they want to get, if they want to get their proposal um, resubmitted next time, and obviously it would be a lot harder if the quality wasn't there. But it's ways of it's ways of um, slowing this down or, or catching it early. Um, conscientious people will want it caught early. Non-conscientious people will kind of want to slip through the net, I suppose. But yeah, no, no, great question. So we got another one. Um, McDevla, McDevla. Sorry, I can't pronounce half of these. Um, is there a way to do peer-to-peer -peer transactions when there is no internet? That's a good question. Um, I believe I've heard things of offline transactions, but I, I can't detail um, how they work. But from what I would understand is you would need internet on some level to do transactions. But to I, get it verified, definitely. I believe one of the developers spoke about that a while ago, but again, I, I can't detail how that would work. I can look into it right now, though. But I, I don't know if you've ever heard anything about it. Um, I, I, I mean... The only thing that comes close is probably paper wallets where, you know, but even then you could, you could give your paper wallet, but even then you wouldn't be able to verify the amount until the, until you get connected to, to a full node. Now, I suppose if you were running a full node that may be a day out of sync, you could probably get a verification, but even that would be a bit sketchy. So I'm not sure. I think that's all the questions. Um, we're pretty much, um, at everything I want to talk about. We're just looking at this Visa, um, MasterCard and PayPal thing, but pretty much we covered most of what I was going to say in, in the last article. And it's, I don't want to kind of ramp, um, rave on if there's nothing new that we can talk about. But there was something at the, at the bottom here about the, the DCR deck. So we were talking about alternatives. What would happen, obviously, if we were in the Russian situation where we couldn't get money off our card, or we couldn't get cash or whatever. And I, and I said initially about gold and silver would still probably be a massive viable alternative. But even, even that would be in small quantities. You wouldn't want to be carrying bars and bars of stuff around with you. Um, so my thoughts here is this is when a truly open market would, would uh, occur, where basically if, if you had such low... Um, expectations for your fiat currency this as a community you you if it was just one or two of you you wouldn't get this but as a community like you're probably seeing now um in your your expectations your fiat currency was so low and you knew that you were going to get devalued and it kept happening um this is where the open market is it is going to come in into its own play and probably for the first time in history where a big conflict like this has happened 
is decred is is there. Well, not decred, but cryptocurrency is there, and decred. Um, and this gives us an opportunity now to see if the premise, if the premise for what cryptocurrency was meant to be about, which is which is basically your your store of value premise, is going is going to play out. I, I still think it's going to take um, a few months, even after this this current two conflicts with the Canada and the Ukrainian thing. Even after this, it's still going to take a few a few cycles to, to play out. Maybe maybe the best part of a couple of years. Um, but it'd be interesting to see if people up their their store of wealth value so if they start um dividing their portion from cash into into other things um i, I like i like the point about what happens if there's not internet it's, it's for one of these reasons i actually do um, um two of the investments i have are, are kind of hedges against each other so obviously cash is one of my investments but i i like gold and silver as well as well as decred so i kind of hedge my my bet if if the internet goes out you know you've still got a store of value that people will um actively accept and it's this actively accept thing that's that's going to make it interesting and this is where decred's putting itself into a really good position with the interoperability when it when it plays so well with other projects in the space it becomes the number one the number one trade point um and this is this is going to be an interesting plan i still think dcr dex is probably the best part of year maybe a year and a half away from from being from being kind of this 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 all-in-one one tour maybe even even longer but it's certainly working towards um a really good place and it's really it's really positioning decred um to kind of take take on this interoperability and kind of be the number one player for peer-to-peer exchange. What do you um, think of that? Yeah, no, DEX is critical infrastructure, um, super important. I'm, I'm, uh, I've been super excited. Uh, it's been amazing to watch the prog- progress and to see it fully fledged on Decrediton, uh, now ready for, for anyone to use. Um, <clears throat> but I just wanted to say, regardless of, of Decred's price action or the, the anger from the minor community over this this new change. Decred has the, the Decred developers in the community have built this infrastructure, this uh, this this suite of governance tools to just to just get better and better. It's all there. The the on-chain voting process, the Politea proposal process, the DAO, the Treasury, we can just continue to build. Decred's gonna get better and better every single year, new features, um, old things fixed. Uh, more optimizations. And I think that's what matters. So there's a lot of people that look at the price day to day and they might get angry. They might get excited about the price going up and down, number go up. But <laughs> if you take a step back and look at what really matters here is that Decred is 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 building things. And uh, to, to go back, what you, you were saying, that, yes, the DEX can be a uniting tool for, the, for Decred. Uh, as long as we can maybe reach out to other projects, and get them on board, which I think we can, especially the Litecoin community. I think they, they're craving some news, maybe. Well, because <laughs> I don't think much know, happens over there. I actually think this is where you and I could come into play. And I think, you know, we were talking about this during our test stream a couple of weeks back about getting getting people from around the commun- um, crypto community involved in these streams and coming on. And I think it would be quite interesting. I know. You you gotta be a bit careful, well, but sure, sure. You could you could maybe quite... interview from someone from Litecoin and ask them, hey, do you guys think a Dex would be interesting to your community? And maybe they could, uh, you know, send that video to, uh, you know, repost to the Litecoin community. I think that could generate a lot of excitement. Uh, but again, we we need the marketing. I and I I had the idea, you know, if and when there's a Litecoin market on the Dex, we could make a tutorial video for Litecoin users. Hey, yeah. here's how you can use the Dex. Here's how you download Decrediton. Uh, here's how you can trade Litecoin to Bitcoin or Decred or whatever you want, and I, I think that could yeah. be a big hit. I th- I think so, and I've been I've been thinking about this for for a long time about kind of as these things occur, just kind of making the tutorials and and, and appealing to some of these other communities. Um, I just had an interesting thing from Kraken that I forgot to mention before. But it says our mission is to increase economic freedom to the world. I've just put a little statement here that says, "Is it <laughs> firstly and foremost?" I would say your 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 goal or your mission is to make money. And then I've just kind of highlighted D, um, DCR Dex. You know, basically, if the mission of DCR Dex is to bring economic freedom to the world, and you can see this factually by the fact that it's feeless, it's open source, um, self-funded. Um, all coins can participate as long as their developers can in- implement. Atomic swaps. 
peer-to-peer and order book meshing, which is going to be amazing. Um, once once everybody can um, hook hook their um, instance into a into an order book mesh, it's just going to be brilliant. So where you can spin up a spin up an order and it can just connect all the others, um, and that's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah, for for sure. Between the the, the improvements coming to the decks um, and these new consensus changes, obviously the biggest being the subsidy change. I think I think Deepreds. Uh, we have a, an exciting year in store for, for the community. But uh, yeah, I would I would totally like to see us reach out to maybe other projects and, and kind of try to get them aboard, at, at least try. You know, maybe they won't be interested in the decks, uh, but I think they will be. I, I, I think so. The amount of the amount you see people go, oh, we really need to be on Coinbase, we really need to be on this, this particular exchange, or how do we get on this particular exchange? You know, and when you say, well, anyone can be part of DCR decks, you know, you just have to develop it. Now, we got some more um, comments. So Cameron D, more of these, more of these are needed. Um, Carrie Brown, um, a little bit late joining. So apologies if you already spoke um, of this. If we enter a long bear market, how long could DCR survive with current expenditures? Um, uh, yeah, I, I believe there was there was uh, calculations done on this. Uh, I, it's it's in a Reddit post. Um, I could try to find it, but. I believe when Decred was trading at around ten to fifteen dollars, the same question was asked, and from what I understand, it will last a long time. I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it, it was it, the post. The post and the research basically was reassuring, saying this will last a long time as long as our expenditures are not too crazy. So no, don't Dominic Frisbee five hundred thousand uh, <laughs> dollars documentaries, but just just keeping it to the basic uh, development. I can I, I can I can try to look it up. I believe it was Richard Red who did the research. Yeah. Um, but well, if, just doing if you want to, if you want to continue, quick, I can look look it up right now. Yeah, but a quick that calculation a in my but, but to yeah. answer it quickly, um, <laughs> basically the project can last a long time as long as the exchange rate is above, say, seven to ten dollars. If it were to go below those numbers, uh, we might run into issues. But then I believe we would probably cut costs. You know certain proposals might not pass or they might be cut to the cut to the you know uh the, you know whatever limit cut to the bone a, a quick calculation of 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 monies that are still coming into the treasury so we're we're just under fourteen thousand. so we've got about um seven hundred thousand supplied to to sorry seven million to come in which is basically seven hundred thousand coins still to come into the treasury um, so when you look at it like that, even if they were to deplete the current treasury in the next 10, 15 years, you know, you've still got longevity in the fact that over the next 10 or so years, you know, we, we've still got almost the same again to come in. Um, so, yeah, well, I think the spend for this month, well, I think you said before, was like 100,000, wasn't it? So we've got... I, I don't know the exact number, but it's been roughly um, around $100,000. My explorer data is wrong. Um, my my explorer data is wrong. It's actually seven hundred twenty thousand. So I don't know why it's come up five hundred seventy five, but the actual amount in the treasuries is seven hundred twenty thousand DCR. Um, so you know that's currently thirty thirty one million dollars. Um, uh, if we're spending a hundred thousand a month, so you know, it's, it's fairly okay, good deal. I, I, I see what you're you're looking at. There's two different addresses because there's, yeah. there's new decred going into the new treasury. So the old treasury, the legacy address has 575,000 decred and the new one has uh, almost 200,000. And in total, yeah, we to... have 770,000 decred yeah. treasury, which is worth about 42 million US dollars. That used to be combined. So I don't know why they've, why they've changed that, but yeah, hopefully it goes back. Because the, uh, with the formation of the new decentralized treasury, there's a new address. Yeah. So that there's a, there's a legacy treasury and and coins from the legacy treasury are filtering into the uh, uh, the new one basically. Oh, it's, oh, that's why they've. Done, oh, I, yeah, I, I know yeah, it's yeah. a little complicated, but but basically, yeah, yeah there's, there's a new treasury address. Yeah. We got we got loads of questions coming. So it says here, um, would be nice to see a real live demo of the decks in action. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but remember, now you you know, as long as you've got uh, a few DCR in your your wallet in your de in your decrediton wallet, you can actually spin up the decks. It's it's. I mean, it looks it looks nice. It's good. But yeah, I think 
I think um we we I forgot. Did you do a DCR Dex tutorial? Or is no, it coming? I'm, work, I'm working on it. Is yeah. right now my laptop isn't the most stable, so I've been having I've been a bit cautious to do it. I might maybe do it on testnet just because yeah. it's a little more safe. Well, um, either I, either one of myself or, or Exus will do it over the next next few months. I, I remember when the, it, yeah, when the Dex was first launched, I remember there was one user who did, was doing a live stream of the Dex, and I, I believe he was just doing that because it was difficult to get on the Dex at the time. So people wanted to see what it looked like, and he had this live view. Um, but yeah, I think doing a, a trade, well, maybe not live, but just just record a video would would be uh, helpful. Yeah. So, yeah. I think def definitely, I mean, uh, I was saying to Exus when we were putting the proposal together, I'm, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the Litecoin pair just purely because I want to show it in its glory of like literally no fees. Um, so, uh, but if, if that takes too long, then I'll just do a Bitcoin one. It's not a problem. Um, we got another one here then. So it says DCI Dex is an awesome product integrated with the Crediton with feeless features. Um, what next to make DCR DEX to the game changer compared to Uniswap and other DEXs? Well, it's coming. The big thing is is going to be, and this is going to take a little bit of time, is going to be the Ethereum um, integration. And remember that one of the big differences, and I haven't used Uniswap, but um, is nothing is wrapped. So you're not having like wrapped BTC or anything like that. It's all, it's all um, a peer-to-peer -peer exchange. So when you want... BTC. If you want to change BTC to Decredit, it's literally you are moving it from wallet to wallet, and that's what makes it so interesting. So um, your kind of liquidity is going to be a little bit different, um, but that's going to be one of the big things. The other things, like we were talking about earlier, is is the mesh where anyone can spin up um, a server and they'll be able to connect it into the to, into one mesh. So every single exchange will be joined. Another big thing that that was being talked about was the registration fee, um, or is, is, it's not going to be a registration fee, it's going to be something else now, but it's um, it won't be it won't need to be paid in Decred either, so further making it interoperable. So basically the, the, the exchange or the registration um, fee can be paid um, with whatever currency or whoever spin up, spun up the server, which I think is really, really interesting. And I think that's something that no one else is doing. I mean, you look at, I forgot the... I forgot the one where they they're basically using tokens to kind of to kind of pay the fees and stuff like that. But, and there's none of that on on Decred. Like I say, the you're going to have to pay a the transaction fee, which is is basically the miners fee, um, and you're going to have to pay a, a one-off registration fee, which is is getting changed to something a little less significant. But other than that, you're just you're just free to use it as if you would just giving someone money. It's going to be amazing. But obviously, you get to, to use it with loads of different order books. Um, there's another one. Oh, did you want to add anything to that? Sorry. Uh, no, I believe we, we discussed, you know, what's the, 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 the key to make the DEX big, obviously, is the more pairs, Ethereum, stable coins. And as I said earlier, just maybe reaching out to different communities like Litecoin. So that's that's the main main points, I think, to, to get the DEX bigger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the next one is in order to attract more users, more transactions. We've, we've always roughly been between that 10 and... It is slightly higher. I mean, 10, 13 to 17 to 20 kind of transactions. Um, it doesn't necessarily worry me because a lot of a lot of what's happening on the Decred platform at the moment is actually is it going straight into the ticket pool. So that's probably why you're not seeing loads and loads of transactions. Um, and probably once the Lightning Network comes or in, is in full scale as well, you're not going to see small transactions on chain either because a lot of that be taken in. In Litecoin, and remember, the ultimate goal is to be efficient. So as long as you're not bloating, as long as you're not bloating the blockchain, it's kind of kind of what you want. So I mean, we're six years old now, and the block the blockchain is something like twelve. It's not even twelve gigabytes. It's like eight to twelve gigabytes. So it's, it's still really really small compared to some of these other projects. Um, it's another one. So we've got ERC tokens will be added in. Very short time, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not sure which ones. I suppose it just depends. Probably some kind of stable token, I suspect, and other things like that. Probably more of the popular ones, I should think. Um, I currently support DCR as a miner, but I'm interested to further support the project if validation nodes are in need. 
um, and present a decent investment opportunity. Um, one of the ways you could do that is to become a, um, a what they call the ticket system, where you become a, the node for the ticket. Stake pool operator? A stake pool operator. Well, so that, I mean that that returns like 1% or something, doesn't it? Well, the, the stake pool operators set their own fees to be competitive. Yeah, you probably need around 1%. And I, from what I understand, to, to set that up, you basically get some servers in a few different uh, geographic locations, and then you can you know set up your stake pool and submit it to the decrypt team, and they'll approve it as long as it meets the requirements, um, which which involves like a few different tickets voting, make, making sure everything's safe. And uh, yeah, so yeah, you, you could do that. And also, if you, yeah. if you are a miner, don't forget, if you want to get more rewards, especially if you're a small rider, start staking your tickets because it's going to the tickets are going to eighty percent. So straight away, if you if you're already holding two or three tickets, um, as the price goes up, and it and it more than likely will, just purely because um, there's going to be less coins in circulation once everyone kind of gets wind of this massive high cup in reward. You know that's that's a really good way of of earning decred and supporting the project as well. So. Every coin you get, buy a ticket, more tickets you get. And I think it's going to be something like 2.3 or 2.4 DCR per ticket reward um, initially. So, yeah, I mean, compared to 0.7 now, I think that's absolutely amazing. Anything else you want to add there? I've done all the, I've done all the comments. Hopefully, if I missed any of your comments, guys, I do apologise. I've... I'm kind of going through them. I think we're okay. Now, we're just coming up. Um, we are. We're over the hour mark. So I think we probably should wrap it up. Um, any final thoughts from you, Exodus? Um, one, one I, I was just trying to look on Reddit to find that thread about the uh, treasury expenditure, how long it will last. I, I couldn't find it, but I think with a little more time, I'll find it. I'll try to post it up somewhere. Do you know who asked that question? Um, I guess on. I can go through and look, but um, fi final final thoughts. As I was looking on Reddit for that uh, for that thread on the research, I saw threads about the Dex. How the Dex, when it was first introduced, people were against it because it was it was quite expensive, um, and they said this is going to be a huge drain of our treasury funds for for something nobody's going to use. And I, I just wanted to point out <laughs> when, when the Dex was first announced, when it was first. Uh, um introduced um people were against it people said this no one's going to use it it's going to be a waste of money but it has turned out to be one of the most critical components of the decred project yeah which which goes to show some of these ideas might <clears throat> might not sound great or might not sound attractive but in reality they're they're huge um yeah and, and just to sign off yeah I, as i've said earlier decred has the uh infrastructure in place to to, to keep building and keep going and um yeah, I'm just looking forward to how the to how the vote plays out. Yeah, this upcoming um, uh, consensus. Carrie Brown's just come back to us. Um, how does one get a ticket? Now, Exodus has produced a video on the Deco channel um, for purchasing tickets. It's really really easy as long as you've got the um, the credit on wallet. Walk through the Very tutorial. Easy. And it's, yeah, it's and the hard, it's, the hard it's part now is just having enough coins. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Well, the price has come down for tickets, and now's a great time to start staking because last week yeah. it was something like two, two ten, two twenty, and now it's at um, well, it's just about to go to one nine six. So straight away, it's it's going to be perfect time. And the more tickets, obviously, the more more, more reward you get. So if you are a miners, and we were saying this at the beginning about the miners, if they had even staked just a tiny portion of what they were getting rewarded, they they there wouldn't be any of this problem really. Um, which is it's a bit of a shame, but um, hopefully, if you've if you've kept coins in supply, you're going to be a, a, a stakeholder for the foreseeable future. Um, when do you want to do another one of these? The Nexus? Are we going to do this bi-weekly or are we going to do this monthly? I, I think once a month would be sufficient. Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to have different people on, and I think it could be fun to to maybe interview other people. But I I believe that's the job of the the podcast uh, with uh, yeah, Eduardo. Definitely. Um, but yeah. Who knows? Maybe we. I mean, we could do that as well. But yeah. Well, let's see how Eduardo gets on with the podcast, and, and we'll, we'll start it once a month. So I think the beginning of each month, um, would be a be good idea. We we'll touch base. We we'll try and pull some pull some tweets in. We we'll try and pull some news articles in. 
Um, and if you guys in the chat have got any feedback and you want to tell us how to improve or, or things that you think we should improve on, it's always welcome, um, as long as it's constructive, of course. Um, oh, another one. Possibly <laughs> get a partial ticket. Yeah, you can't do partial tickets at the moment. The actual, um, uh, what do they call it? The so, uh, ticket, ticket splitting. splitting. It was, uh, we used to have a system called ticket splitting. Um, where you could go and you could divvy up the ticket and, and you know, with, with whatever amount of decred you had, you could get a ticket. The only issue was if you were ticket splitting, you actually didn't have a vote. You, uh, I, I believe there was only one person who got to, to have a vote and everyone else did it. So it kind of defeated the whole purpose of you yeah. having a vote. Okay. You'd get this very, 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 very small block reward. Um, so, and, and that system was basically phased out. It's not supported by the new VSPD uh, staking system. Uh, but it should be noted that very few people were using the system, unfortunately. Uh, but I, I should note, with, with that being said, that was that system was available when Decart's ticket prices were very low, and the exchange rate was very low. So it used to be with only a thousand, a thousand to two thousand dollars, you could purchase a ticket. So it was affordable. Obviously, now I think this, the ticket splitting, if it were available, would be much more popular. Uh, but unfortunately, no, that system has been phased out. And from what I understand, there's there's no development work to do anything about it as of right now uh, in the future that could change though especially if there's more uh, you know uh, will for for it from the community it does it, whenever it's mentioned it does um hit a lot of resistance so um we've got another one this is a good one i like this idea i'll set this up afterwards actually um is there a way to get added to a mailing list for this event so yes that's a great idea and i'll, I'll sort out some mailchimp thing and we'll we'll have a mailing list so we can we can post that out each month. That'd be a good idea. Well, actually. I like that. I believe you can advertise uh, upcoming live streams on YouTube. And of course, we're uh, always on Twitter. So if you just follow uh, myself or Decrypt Society on Twitter, you should you should be aware of it. But I, I think once once uh, the first Sunday of every month, it would be a pretty good, uh, yeah. good way of checking in. Yeah, I think I think that's that's great. And it's been a great show. Just, I, I always like touching base with you, actually. It's, it's good just bat, battering the... Uh, batting around some ideas and stuff so it's good I, of, I really course, enjoy of course we can bring in on new people as well we can have yeah i believe this this platform supports multiple people so it'd be fun to have you know certain developers on or just people from the community who want to discuss decredit in uh, current events yeah. well google meet can have like 30 odd people so yeah we can have as many as you want i just gotta work it out <laughs> we can have loads um well guys it's been an absolute pleasure don't forget to like subscribe leave a comment and all that lovely stuff let's Let's try and get this channel past 10,000 subscribers this year. Let's, let's do that thing. Um, but it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Exodus. Thank you, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all your comments. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys.